special edition Sauce and Toss quiz time, Brian. Uh-oh. Are you ready? No. It's for one question. One question. Million dollar answer. Got it. <laughs> uh, did the AF last longer than the XFL's inaugural run? I'm going to answer with uh, a very solid probably. A very solid <laughs> I feel good about probably. That is as about as even ground as the AF's financial stability was on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a weak answer? Come on. <laughs> a weak answer to a very weak question. I'm not even going to answer the question, Brian. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Oh, he put the sauce on him. Wow. And Bryce Harper's been tossed. He slams down his bat. Welcome to Sauce and Toss, a sauce podcast about sports. I am Smitty, one of your two hosts. And I'm Brian, one of your other hosts. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at From Tape to Tape. Uh, you can find us both at Sauce Toss Pod on Instagram and Twitter and other social media platforms. Yeah, and you can find me at uh, BriRead11 on Twitter if you'd like. So, as we mentioned in the special edition quiz round, uh, the AAF has folded, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you today about, Brian. I want to talk to you about defunct leagues. Defunct leagues. The reason why this is so pressing is because the AAF ended uh, this week. This week? Was it this week? It was very, very recently. The other thing that um, also happened was the CWHL, the Canadian Women's Hockey League, also closed its doors this week. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a bummer that both leagues close. Obviously, it's easier to be more bummed out about um, the Women's Hockey League that, that folded just because of the impact that it'll have on women's sports everywhere. That's a major bummer. Uh, the AAF, I, I mean, it is what it is. It was kind of something that we didn't really think was going to last that long anyway. But, like, you know, I, I, I'll admit I watched it for about four weeks. And I kind of got behind the team. And it was a little, it was kind of fun, you know? It was... It was nice when the NFL season ended. It was nice to have football to watch, but here we are. Are you telling me that you're not terribly invested in arena football? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. <laughs> arena football is really bizarre. It's really hard to watch. I'm a, I like defensive football, and arena football is... I can't get behind like a 60 to 52 game. It's really weird. Yeah. But, uh, the, I mean, the, I, I was investing the AAF for a little bit. Uh, the Arizona Hotshots, RIP, were kind of fun to watch for a little bit. But um, Man, even the names sound like it's from a defunct league, though. <laughs> Already. It didn't even take long. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, of course. Wasn't it like the Memphis Sofa Kings or something? <laughs> I'm just going to say that's what their name was. The, the San Diego Fleet. The San Diego. Oh, yeah. that's gross. Yeah. That sounds like the the default Madden create a team like template. <laughs> it's and the logo looked like that too. It was <laughs> some of them were pretty pretty bad, pretty bush league. I don't know. It felt. I mean, it felt like it was going to be something that lasted a little bit. And they, you know, they said all the right things at the beginning. Uh, they convinced a lot of like big name coaches to to jump on board, even though these coaches. You know, probably didn't have anything else to do. Yeah, but. I mean, it's either that or like a D two football team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But a lot of them thought they were like, you know, apparently Steve Spurrier, the coach of like famed college coach Steve Spurrier, and the former coach of the uh, 
Orlando Apollos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not good. But uh, he came out and said, "Yeah, they were led. They were all led to believe that even if the the league didn't make money, they were good. They were going to survive for three years minimum." So, uh, how close do they get to that three year goal, Brian? So, like, uh, I'm assuming we've reached the end of the season. They had their championship, and then they took a, a look at their finances, and they were like, "I don't know if we can continue to do this." One would think that, <laughs> but. Uh, they kicked off in February, and what's today? April something? It's April 5th, yes. April 5th. Did, when did the news... I think the news rolled out on the, the 2nd or the 3rd. Yeah, so they did a couple days ago. technically make it a month. Or, sorry, two months. <laughs> they made it just past two months. Yeah, they played eight weeks, uh, eight games, so, you know. They got pretty close. It's a bummer. Like, there was a lot of... I know that FanDuel ended up paying out a bunch of futures bets, uh, granted, it only cost them ten thousand dollars because there wasn't a lot of futures. There's just like made. three people betting. <laughs> yeah, but they they paid everybody out, so I'm kind of upset with myself for not getting on that bandwagon. Maybe I will on the XFL, the the newest XFL that's coming up. You're just gonna bet futures because you're just gonna assume that it's not gonna last that long. Yeah, I mean, if casinos <laughs> are paying it out, why not? I'm gonna bet on every every. Do they future. just pay out your your? They don't pay out the winnings. They just pay you back your money. Yeah, they must just yeah. pay you back your money. Never mind then. That's yeah. So what's true. the what's the, just put it in a savings account, Brian? Little 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 accountant tip for you from me <laughs> to you. <laughs> Who needs wealth simple? You know, when you got, you got Smitty, when you got Smitty <laughs> king of personal finance. I'm really good at telling everybody else what to do because I've made all the mistakes for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, well, I mean, the CWHL had a little bit more success than the AAF. It's going to be, I swear to God, I'm going to forget the AAF's name at some point during this podcast and or by tomorrow. Um, Fair. CWHL already have. Yeah. The CWHL went 12 years um, in total. Uh, and it was a pretty big bummer because they did just have their championship game. The Calgary Inferno uh, beat the Markham Thunder. In the Clarkson Cup Finals, and that, and then like the following week, they shuttered the doors. They were a little bit more responsible. Um, I do believe that they paid for their players' flights home from from then. They actually aren't shutting their doors until the end of uh, this month, I believe. So a little bit more grace um, than the AAF had. Yeah, it's, I, I don't know the whole. CWHL thing is it's 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 just such a bummer because it's something that if the NHL really wanted to keep it around they a thousand percent could have kept it around. Are you saying that the fifty thousand dollars that they were giving them was <laughs> not nearly enough, enough <laughs> to run a, a was it an eight team league? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely enough money fifty thousand dollars a year to run an eight team league. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I don't like my. I remember reading about it, and again, this is something that, you know, maybe this is part of the problem, where I clearly didn't know anything about these leagues, not the AAF, but the CWHL didn't really know much about the league, and that might be why it is going, you know, def- defunct or, or ended up bankrupt or whatever happened. So it's it it, it sucks that I, that it, you know, I waited 12 years to learn about them. But at the same time, like... I understand why the NFL and the NFLPA didn't feel like it needed to back the AAF just because, you know, why would they? There's no reason to. Yeah. But the NHL, a thousand percent, 
should back, whether it's the CWHL or what's the other women's NWHL, the, the National Women's Hockey League. Yeah. Frankly, a better name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something about making it the Canadian Women's Hockey League just didn't seem all that, like, yeah. all that much foresight in having Not a, very welcoming. No. You know, Canadian women. No, they, they, they in fact, had uh, the Chinese hockey team. So yeah, they, they were they, they were an international league with the Canadian women's. That's so bizarre. Like, I, like, why wouldn't the NHL invest in that? I don't get it. Like, what we, we were talking about this off, off air earlier in the week when it happened, and you said something like 40% of NHL hockey fans are women. Yeah. Which is like, that's a massive part of your fan base, and you're not even... you're The only thing you're willing to give this league or both these leagues is $50,000 each? Yeah, and it's it's not even really so much catering to NHL fans because not all NH, women NHL fans are going to be fans of a different league that's just women's hockey. I understand like that breakdown, but... Realistically, you you're going to be growing the game. The more money you put into hockey, the more fans hockey's going to have. And it's not like hockey fans. Hockey fans are fairly diehard people. It is a niche sport. It's it. When people talk about sports in North America, they talk about the big three. They don't talk about the big four. Yeah. And it's because hockey really isn't in the same echelon as the NBA, the MLB, or the NFL. Yeah. Um. The easy. Uh, the leagues could have piggybacked off each other. You know. Like, mm-hmm. you could have had, like, a 7 o'clock Toronto Maple Leafs game with a 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock women's hockey league game that started before it kind of thing. Yeah, and... Potentially. And it's almost understandable that the league wasn't successful because of how much money they were having to put into everything else. Advertising was fairly low on the list. It was tough for the CWHL to get the word out about the league because, yeah, advertising was low on the list. You They had so much effort and finances tied up into having to pay their players recently. The NWHL showed up on the scene and started playing their players right away. The CWHL from the beginning had said that it was intending to pay the players, um, but didn't for years. So once the NWHL showed up and started paying everybody that played for them, the CWHL followed suit the following year. Um, And it kind of, it definitely like threw a gear or threw a, a wrench into the gears kind of a thing. Um, and kind of fucked with everything, but they didn't have any advertising whatsoever. There was some streaming of games. A lot of the games you couldn't actually watch um, you were not available to the to the normal person. So unless you lived within driving distance of the CWHL teams, which were sparse as it is, um, you couldn't watch it all the time. So it's tough to grow the game when you're you're already handicapped from the get go. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I just like it. Just it. And again, I don't really have any right to get upset about this, and I'm sure there are people that are far more upset about it than I am. But the NHL should invest significant amount of money, a significant amount of money in a women's hockey league, whether it's the CWHL or the uh, NWHL or something that they decide to bankroll and create themselves. That that should be a thing. Well, that's I mean that's the NHL stance is that they don't actually want to do anything with it until they can control it themselves. Like they basically have said that they, I mean last year they got they were under a lot of pressure to support one of the two leagues or to support like a merger of the two leagues. Yeah. And apparently the NWHL um, and the CWHL had a meeting earlier in the year where they were discussing having that sort of merger happen. Um, obviously it's off the table now, but the NHL came out and said that they had, uh, basically didn't want to be involved in the women's hockey scene until one 
or until both the leagues failed. They they said that they weren't interested in um, operating a women's hockey league until there were no other options, <laughs> which is really messed up. And uh, yeah. but if you think of it from like a business standpoint, I understand it. Uh, like you don't if you don't have to do it, why do it? It's the same sort of like the NFL thing. Like if you don't have to do it, why do it? Um, so I get it from a business standpoint, but from a purely like in the, in the interest of growing the game and in the interest of your fans, it doesn't make any sense not to like the NBA does, does it with the WNBA. Um, and, it, the, and the WNBA probably doesn't make money for the NBA. I know that the WNBA doesn't make money, but they're willing to do it anyway. Yeah. Like because, it doesn't need to be a business. Like it's, is it not like yeah. the goodwill you're going to generate from this league? Is that not enough for these billion dollar for owners? Sure, yeah. <laughs> But, and this, like, I do want to touch on something that does kind of bother me a lot. I mean, a lot of people put pressure on the N- the NHL to support the w- the NWHL or the CWHL. Um, but I, I do think that the NHLPA has more skin in the game than the NHL does. I mean, the whether it be um, really, really high-profile um, NHL hockey players who have, you know, sisters or wives who play hockey semi-professionally if you want to call it that um only because they actually have to have jobs on the side because they don't get paid enough yeah um like they probably would be served better by giving some money or investing some money into these leagues than the nhl does you know um amanda kessel is arguably a better hockey player than phil kessel is (laughs) and makes uh you like probably a tenth of actually not even a tenth like a 50th of what phil kessel makes yeah so um guys like uh ben scrivens um jenny scrivens is his wife um and is also a was a goaltender i can't remember what school ncaa school she went to concordia i think they both went to concordia yeah, well, I mean... Or Cornell. Cornell makes sense, yeah. Probably I was Cornell. like, Concordia doesn't make any sense. No, I was, yeah, I had it was to an American team. <laughs> they both went to Cornell, yeah, and she was also a goaltender. I mean, this this is the thing. Like, they these guys play hockey, and they... I, I know how horrible it sounds to be like, well, the billionaires aren't going to support it, so maybe the millionaires should support it. Like, I, I would much rather... Prefer, I'd much prefer the NHL owners to support the women's hockey leagues. Um, but it, they've made it very clear they have no intention of doing that. I don't know. It's bonkers to me. Like it's, I just don't get it. I'm like, there's, it's like you you try so hard to grow the game. Like they have all these games in Europe and stuff all the time, and you know they do the World Cup of Hockey, all that all that stuff. They they do it all the time. But it's like you just completely ignore. 40% of your fan base that, yeah. you know. I mean, a hockey fan is a hockey fan. Yeah. I mean, there are women's hockey fans and there are like, men's hockey fans, but, I mean, I feel like there is a fair amount of crossover of, between the two. Yeah. It, as long as you make those attempts to make the, you know, to build the bridges between the two games. Yeah. They definitely could have done more. It's it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, at least we still have the NWHL, and at least now the NHL is... Uh, doubling the money they gave them i i do need we need to we need to address that so that so the the nhl this is again this is also why all their mighty wisdom this is part of the reason why i don't want the nhl involved in women's hockey because of bullshit like this so they were originally giving (laughs) investing 
um, $50,000 in the CWHL and $50,000 in the NWHL, which, by the way, is an absolute pittance. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I don't know what the actual revenue of the NHL is, but I guarantee you it's a lot greater than $50,000. $50,000 is like... Somebody like it's they pay an admin assistant that works in Toronto for the NHL. Yeah, I bet you you could find somebody in the NHL organization who doesn't do anything that probably makes more money than fifty thousand (laughs) dollars. Yeah. So, uh, but the NHL now with the CWHL uh, closing its doors has become exceptionally worried about the state of women's hockey. So they've decided to double their their investment into the NWHL, their annual investment, from $50,000 to $100,000. Now, if you can do simple math, <laughs> you now realize that they uh, increased their $100,000 investment in women's hockey in North America to $100,000. There was no change. They now put the same amount of money. <laughs> it was... It was they shouldn't have said anything. They no. should have just no, been, they should have just done it. They should have just done it. Like they shouldn't have tried to spin it to make yeah. it seem like a PR move because all like any this it was so obvious. Like no one there is nobody in the entire world who would believe that that, that was a good thing. Like it was just dumb. It was so dumb. Yeah. Like that that 100 grand would what cover the costs of what maybe five players? Yeah. And, and that's that just shows how little money they get paid. They and, make no money, and I mean, this is a this is a common thing on hockey Twitter. Whenever uh, an NHL player breaks his stick in frustration, um, usually that stick probably costs like a grand. So, uh, and which is about a tenth of a women's hockey player's salary. Um, so it's like. It's like, hey, man, instead of Austin Matthews, instead of breaking your stick because you missed that pass on that offside, maybe you could just just like either save the stick or just donate $1,000 every time you want to break it kind of thing. But it's just so frustrating when that happens. Yeah, it's, it's horribly frustrating. <laughs> it's tough. They gotta, they, uh, the men have it so hard, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's horrible. They don't have to like go to their job as like a physiotherapist or something <laughs> after their after their game. A skating after instructor. they definitely bust to the game yeah. because they're they definitely aren't paying for flights. Uh, well, we could talk. Let's talk about the AAF a little bit more. Uh, just because I don't want to spend the entire time on the CWHL because I feel like that's cruel and unusual punishment for you. Yeah, and we shouldn't just rip into the NHL for forty minutes. Probably. I mean, it'd be really fun. It's very easy. It's probably pretty easy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, so, I don't know, the AAF, it's a bummer that the AAF is, is now defunct too, just because it was kind of a spring, I don't know, this was cool to me, I like, I liked the idea of the AAF, I enjoyed watching football in February, it was fun for a bit, but just, when you're watching the games, the quality of the football was just so bad that I just couldn't keep watching. The refing was horrible, like, the offensive line play was disgustingly bad, it was so hard to watch. I know, and... I mean, it makes sense, but this uh, the most baffling thing about the AAF is that it's its attempt to become a development league for the NFL um, is mind-blowing because they're, as if there's not a development league for the NFL, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it the, doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. the, the NHL has its, it has two levels of development leagues. It has the ECHL and the AHL. Yeah. 
Um, the NBA has recently started to put a lot more funds into its own development league. For sure. Uh, which I think everyone in the NBA and everyone around the NBA has decided that it's it was a great it's idea. A great idea. Yeah. They're like, God, it's like well, more contracts for players. Yeah, like better better depth for teams more or less better coaching better, better coaching coaches, yeah you have more you have more control over your assets yeah. the guys who don't pan out in the first um in the first two or three years of their uh after being drafted don't instantly become like has-beens because you can spend more time working at their issues and maybe they become a regular nba player yeah uh mlb has a bajillion development leagues i mean i everybody and their mom has been drafted into an into <laughs> Into a baseball league. Yeah, uh, we're, yeah. We are all actually semi-professional baseball players, but you just don't realize it. <laughs> um, but the, but the NFL has nothing. Like it's it's you are either on a team or you're on a practice squad or you're you're gone. Yeah, it's uh, and a lot of uh, NFL talking heads. I've I've heard a lot of this uh, all week. Is that the NFL does have something? They have the greatest developmental league of all time, the NCAA. And it's like, okay, like, that's not what a it's development. A, that's such a brain dead answer <laughs> because there's so many. Like, how many how many schools are in the NCAA? Two, three hundred? Like, yeah. And how many NFL prospects get get brought into the league every year? Two hundred and sixty or something silly like that. Mm-hmm. And then how many of those guys pan out and actually play in the NFL for longer than three years? Maybe like, I don't know, maybe a hundred of them, if that. It's like. There's so many guys, there's so much talent that's just like, you know, maybe there's late bloomers out there. Why? Like, there's nowhere for, there's no outlet, nowhere for these guys to play except maybe the CFL, I guess, to a certain extent. But the CFL is a different game. So it's like, this makes no sense. There is a thousand percent room for a developmental league if somebody would just do it the right way. I'm I'm glad you brought up the late bloomer thing because a late bloomer in football means a completely different thing than it does in any other sport. Typically in another sport, when you say late bloomer, it's not that the guy goes from like a, a fourth liner in hockey to a first liner. It usually means that he's legitimately been in the AHL or the ECHL until he's like 25 or 26. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like a player. Yeah. <laughs> but in, and in the same kind of goes for uh, for baseball. The guy spends time in the minors, and he gets a, gets into MLB, and you know he's he's a decent player, he's an everyday player, or whatever. I mean NFL. Again, you're either on the practice squad, or you're in the starting lineup, or you just don't exist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you're on the practice squad, you don't even get reps in practice to like develop as a professional. All these practice squad guys, unless they get somebody in front of them that gets hurt real bad. Or unless another team scoops them off a practice squad to an active roster, they don't get the play ever. And they usually just flame out of practice squads two years, three yep. years down the road. Hey, we're not going to pay for your flight home. And also, you're not allowed to sign an NFL contract until we're defunct. No. No, they didn't do that. But they could have done that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, there we, we did not touch on it. And, and I'm, we're still going to try and stick to the new format, Brian. So yeah. we're going to try to keep the running time down. Um, but there were a lot of exceptionally sketchy things that the AAF did went by closing its doors. Yeah. Including making uh, players pay for their own rides home. Yeah, yeah. Well, so far, I mean, five, maybe six guys have signed to the, to the NFL, so... And there's still probably like five or six more guys that are probably guaranteed. Now, 12 guys in an eight-team league with 50-man rosters is a very small amount of guys, potentially. But, I mean, it, it did the job. 
for those guys. You know, gave him a second opportunity, which is cool. And also, America loves an underdog story. So what the <laughs> hell? Just get this league going. All right. Uh, after the break, saucer tossed. All right. So first one, keeping with the AAF theme uh, that we just kind of talked about. Johnny Manziel allegedly broke a rule in his CFL contract that allowed him to be, or, or I guess forced the CFL to release him from his CFL contract and allowed him to sign with an AAF team. Saucer toss his decision. I'm going to toss it? Is this guy ever made a good decision in his life? <laughs> Doesn't like, seem like it. I really wanted him to succeed in the CFL, but... I mean, we we did touch on this too. The CFL is a different game, <laughs> and it was going to take time before he was ever going to be a successful quarterback in the CFL. Um, and then he cut cut bait really quick. Also, I thought it was tied to like, it wasn't something horrible. Didn't he do something horrible? I don't know. We what don't it, know. They, yeah, they did. The, the CFL wouldn't tell anybody what happened. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like that. Yeah, I don't know. It. I'm tossing it because it was stupid. Whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> I toss it as well, and I also toss all those CFL guys that bailed on the CFL and jumped to the AAF as soon as they could, because guess what? That was a bad idea. You should have waited for the league to be established. Yeah, you had a job. You the- ha- That's exactly it. You had a job. <laughs> I don't care if it's in Saskatchewan and you're playing in like minus 50 in November. That's fine. I mean, it's not like Green Bay is all that much warmer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, So next one. Saucer Toss, the Carolina Hurricanes bringing back the storm surge if they win a home playoff game, if they qualify for the playoffs. Uh, I have good news, Brian. They qualified for the playoffs last night. Okay. Like officially? Uh, yeah, they did officially. But are they still... So they're, they're not set in the seventh seed. They could still potentially be the eighth seed or no? Uh, I I think... I don't know. Okay. I honestly don't know. So the seeding is still probably up for grabs. Yeah, but they are in the playoffs. But they're in the playoffs. Yeah, so that was my good news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm saucing it. I was really disappointed uh, that they retired the, sor- the Storm Surge. Uh, a couple games ago, uh, they said that they it was fun and stuff, but they were going to stop doing it. But I really do hope I'm saucing the idea of bringing it back for home playoff games. I'm very saucing the idea of maybe bringing it back for away playoff games too. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that would be funny. So what what do you think the likeliness is that they win a home playoff game? So if they play, if they end up the seventh seed, they play the Washington Capitals. If they end up the eighth seed, they play the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, seven seed is the one you want because they will win that playoff series. Whoa, whoa! The wow! The Carolina Hurricanes are rolling Hot right take. now. <laughs> they are rolling, and the Washington Capitals are very much not rolling right now. Okay, I don't know if you'll be able to come up with this on the spot, but if they did, what do you think the first storm surge would be if they won a home playoff game? So technically, let's say. Hypothetically, they would game. It would be game three or game four would be the first home games that they play. And if you're saying that they're playing Washington, they're going to be up maybe one. It's going to be one one, or maybe they're up two zero. If they're up three zero, do you think they Joe Thornton after scoring four goals? No, 
Like, as in whip your dick out? Yeah. <laughs> do you think they do that? Is that the one? Is that the one that you would choose? Going, you're up three zero in front of your home fans. The whole team you whips their dick out. Dominated the Stanley Cup champions. <laughs> Which who's gonna whip their dick out first? No. Is that is that not no. where we're going? No, I don't think so. I honestly okay. don't know because because every single time I've been blown away by what the storm surge is. I've been like every single time I'm always like I'm always like there's no way they can top this, and then they like top it every time. Do you think they're holding back for the playoffs potentially? No, absolutely not. I feel like it. it I mean, again, I've said this every How single time they better? do it. I'm like, it can't get better than this, and it always does. Uh, but. I actually don't know what the final one was. The final one was, um, but the recent ones with the where they mimed the baseball, like the home run, yeah. was unbelievable. They did the basketball, hunt. the March Madness one, was yeah. also unbelievable. Mostly unbelievable because oh, I can't remember who it was, but whoever it was who dunked the basketball, he dunked in skates. That's incredible, <laughs> and didn't screw, didn't fall on his ass. <laughs> That's pretty good. So we saw it. Obviously, we want to see the storm surge come back. Yeah, especially for away victories. <laughs> away victories, yeah, in Washington against the the Stanley Cup defending champions. Do it. Uh, okay, so next one. Uh, someone recently asked Ovechkin if he's gonna break Gretzky's scoring record. So saucer toss. Alexander Ovechkin breaking Wayne Gretzky's goal scoring record. Uh, I'm gonna sauce it. I think he will. I really do think he will. The, he's, do you want him to? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. For somebody who has been um, sort of doubted his entire career um, and has probably in some way, shape, or form been shit on for being Russian and like being called enigmatic and stuff, for a guy who plays the game in like the perfect way that if he, if he, if his name was like Alexander, I don't know, how is there, what's Smith. it? Yeah, if his name was Alexander Smith, he'd be like the greatest hockey player of all time. Yeah. Because he's like one of the only guys who skates really fast, hits, and scores all the time. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's I, I want him to break Gretzky's record. He is the greatest goal scorer of all time. I do not think that's in question. Um, but I just think it, it, it really is whether or not he can, you know, fight time enough to continue to be a prolific goal scorer. Yeah. But he scored 50 for his eight, the eighth time in his career. He's lasted through two lockouts, yeah. I believe. Um, and it's, it's, it, it looked like it was a long shot last year before last year. And, uh, and then for him to put up 50 this year, 50 plus this year, um, is just like incredible. Yeah. Ten years ago, I probably would have tossed the idea, but after watching him, it'll be, in all honesty, I remember being a kid and thinking no one would ever score more goals than Wayne Gretzky, and that's crazy to think. But now it's like you've watched this guy, it's like we're old enough to have watched this guy's entire career, and to me, I would much rather him end as the the leading goal scorer of all time at this point, because just, it's like... It's such a, it's, it was completely unfathomable 20 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, nine, 10 year old kid. But now, especially the way the game is clearly changed. Right? No, that's, and that's one of the most amazing things about Alexander Ovechkin is that Gretzky played in a very different time. Yeah, there was like six or seven goals a game, like almost per team. 
Yeah. In the height of it. Yeah, a 50-goal scorer wasn't that strange when Gretzky played. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it, like, a 50-goal yeah. scorer in, in this day and age is, is bonkers. Yeah. I, I even looked, I saw, so Nikita Kucherov scored his 40th goal or whatever, and it's the, the first time since the Penguins in, like, 95, 96, or some year like that, when uh, three teammates scored 40 or more goals this season. Mm-hmm. So we, Stamkos has 44, Braden Point has 41, Kucherov has 40. But in 95-96, it was like Lemieux, 69. Well, Yager, 65. Peter Nedved, 50-plus. <laughs> like, yeah, just and, and just to add on to that comparison, Nikita Kucherov, um, who has 125 points, seven, uh, 127 seven. points right now. If he scores two more points, I think if he scores two more points, it will be the highest scoring season in 20 years. It already is. It just happened. Yammer Yager... Uh, in 1999. Had 127. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, two more points. <laughs> and yeah. one more point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, just for comparison, yeah, like nobody's... Scoring isn't as much as it used to be, but uh, Alexander Ovechkin is still in the conversation for, being, for beating somebody for goals. And you know what bugs me the most? If he does break the record, there's going to be someone... Or not someone, but a lot of people are going to find a way to discredit it. Which is crazy because, if anything... <laughs> it you should, should be, be credited edit- more. Yeah, it yeah. should be credited more. Yeah. yeah. If you include, like, the era of the game... And I don't know if anybody's done this, and if they have, cool... But if you include the era of the game, they I'm have. sure I'm sure Ovechkin's already broken the he, record. He is. Yeah. He pretty much has. <laughs> um and, and then that's like that's the other thing is is that not only did it has he done it in a lower scoring era, he's also done it in the salary cap era, yeah. which was not a th- like the the teams that Gretzky played on were easy to keep notoriously together. Notoriously were bonkers loaded. <laughs> yeah. Because it was very simple to keep them together, just throw money at yeah. it. Okay, we'll move on. Yeah, sorry. Um, well, we're not going to move on quite yet. Sauced or tossed, Don Cherry's reaction... Whatever it is, is tossed. <laughs> <laughs> when Alexander Ovechkin breaks Gretzky's record. Oh my god, his head's going to explode. Oh, so it'll be... It, it'll be like, five, like, maybe Don Cherry's dead. Maybe. Potentially. He's getting up there in age. So it's, it's potentially. And, or maybe he's, maybe he's still alive but not on air. And in which case, Brian Burke will probably have taken his place by now. Ugh, what not. will his reaction be? Same thing. I don't know. There, I don't. I don't even know. Like, I don't even care. Like, <laughs> I just. I'm gonna toss it just because. Again, you can't discredit the guy for the accomplishments that he's had because he's done them in. Oh, they'll in find a way that he hasn't. It's it's bonkers but because Gretzky he would be never celebrated any of his 894 yeah, he was goals. Boring as hell because of it. <laughs> he's still boring to this day. Like that's that's the worst thing about Gretzky is that he's not Michael Jordan. Like yeah. at least Michael Jordan is that's true. Michael Jordan's an asshole and at least has some very interesting stories of, around his dominance because he was an asshole. Michael or <laughs> Michael Jordan, Jordan to this was, day is like no one will ever be a better basketball player than me and that's all there is to it. Yeah. Whereas Gretzky's like yeah, I'll be the first guy to shake Alexander Ovechkin's hand when he breaks my record. It's <laughs> yeah, great. Like it's Al- great for the game. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky- like, it's not fucking great for the game. <laughs> Don't come near my records. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's yeah, it's it's going to be – I'm really looking forward to the reaction uh, because it will probably make their head explode. But And it'll be fun. No, they'll act like what, – what's going to happen is they'll just act like they always knew that he was going to do it. Yeah, that's true. That'll also – piss me off that will that'll piss me off more than if <laughs> yeah. they were mad <laughs> yeah 
Can you imagine Don Cherry finally is like, he just finally admits defeat? Oh, I said that good Russian boy would do that. <laughs> that was I'm pretty like, good. That was pretty good. Uh, okay, Saucer Toss, the NHL keeping their current playoff format for at least one more year. Uh, I don't have a problem with the playoff format. Like, I understand that players hate the playoff format, so I'll, I will, I will, uh, I will sauce the idea that they will only keep it for one more year, though, because the bitching and moaning has gotten into a very loud chorus. Man, I tossed the hell out of it. I think it's the dumbest shit ever. I hate this playoff format. And it sucked, it sucked when it first came out. It was at least a little bit interesting, but it sucked. And it sucks now. And it, like, it's just, it's like, it... Boggles, I don't have the numbers to back this up. <laughs> but last year, for sure, uh, the Atlantic Division had the three best teams in the East in it. Yeah, and that wouldn't change. And two I of mean, them beat up on each other in the first round. And then... Yeah, I like I do sometimes wonder whether or not... It, it's, it's weird because the only reason I think I don't care is because I do like hockey so much. So I'll just watch it no matter what. Like, I just don't give a shit in the playoffs. I'll yeah. just watch anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, I can understand to a fan of one team how infuriating it would be, uh, especially for somebody like the Toronto Maple Leafs. The The only problem with me, my only problem with the whole format is how it kind of locks in matchups so early on in the season. Yeah, that there's no fighting for position, really. It's yeah, I like... want to see teams, you know, juggle up and down in the final two weeks of the season. Yeah. I mean... This year and last year, the Leafs have basically locked into their position like with four and then weeks just coasted. left. Well, eh, eh. I mean, they look bad right now, they're and I don't really think bad right I now. don't think they're coasting because I think they're <laughs> not that good. But like, it kind of they at least the media says that they're coasting. Yeah, like, the so, Toronto media is like, oh, they're coasting, but it's like, no, nah, they're probably just not that good. Uh, personally, I could I. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They are only going to keep it for one more year. I mean, the other thing is is that the the whole league is going to change when Seattle gets brought in as the 32nd team. You'll see a lot of changes happen at once because it's much easier to do those changes when you have such a, a, a giant change like adding a new team to a league. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Uh, okay. We got a couple more hockey ones here for you. Soster Toss, the idea of the Tampa Bay Lightning... Golden State Warrioring this year's NHL playoffs. Uh, tossed because hockey is a cruel, cruel mistress. <laughs> so you don't think they're gonna win each series four or five games and just walk through everybody? No, no. Somebody's gonna get like hurt, and then it's just gonna like They've all been fall healthy apart pretty much all year. Yeah, and that's a bad sign. That's that's uh you don't get to you don't get lucky all the time. It's the the season is too long, and the and the playoffs are too long for you to get away with that all the time. The the one thing that I mean, normally, I would have expected them to, like, crash and burn in the second round um, because of how much they'd like to play on uh, Andre Vasilevsky, their goalie. Um, but because of injuries, he kind of got limited to games this year. So yeah. that's my only—that's, that's like, the, the sort of, like, nick in my plan is that I, like, uh, I feel like that's not going to—that's going to stop that from happening. But again— all it takes is one really hot goaltender to completely screw a team over. We've seen it. It happens all the friggin' time in the playoffs. Yeah. The Of all the sports, I, again, I think I've, I like reference this all the time, but I can't remember who did the study, but the, the worst sport for um, random luck and chance being factored into who wins is, is hockey. 
Yeah. It's almost a coin flip. <laughs> so That's fair. It's, it's tough. I don't I don't have faith in anybody being able to run through the playoffs. Yeah, so here's where we sit right now. And again, these, these aren't in... Uh, nothing's locked in right now. But the Tampa Bay Lightning could potentially pay, play the Blue Jackets in the first round. And they will steamroll them. Probably. But they also have... Sergei Brubosky, who's one of the most terrifying goalies when he gets hot. Exactly. <laughs> and then... If Columbus doesn't make the playoffs, the Montreal Canadiens make the playoffs. Who have Carey Price, who is absolutely <laughs> one of the most terrifying goalies when he gets hot. Yeah, like neither of these teams will probably steal a series, but it's possible. It is that they very steal possible a that those goalies can steal the yeah, series. If Carolina drops to the eighth spot, they're going to get trounced for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then you're looking at the next round where they put, they would potentially play the Boston Bruins or Tuka uh, Rask. Can I absolutely steal series? He's, he's out Freddie of a Anderson, couple years. You're probably going to be okay. I have less of. I, yeah. I don't think that'll happen. But then, what's likely going to happen on the other side of the bracket is it's going to be either Holtby or Murray, Matt Murray. Matt Murray, I don't have faith. But they've both done it already in but the playoffs. But Brain Holtby, I would also like being in the East. Is you have a gauntlet of goalies who will just at one point just snap and just yeah. like stop every puck. That comes anywhere near the net. So yeah, and that and that is and then that's hockey too. That's a thing that is does not exist in another sport to just have one player who's going to snap and just win the series for you. I just don't think that exists anymore. Except for soccer, probably. Yeah, yeah, soccer's it, soccer's so much weirder because of yeah. all how it functions. If but. Cristiano Ronaldo decides to score three goals on you. He'll score three goals. Yeah, we'll call it the big four then. We'll yeah. call it the big the North That's American fair. sports, the big North American sports. Basketball doesn't really have it. Uh, in saying all that, I sauced the idea because I think it would be funny to watch. It would be funny to watch. <laughs> I would. It if would the be. Tampa Bay Lightning just trounced the regular season and then destroyed everybody in the playoffs. I think that would be good for hockey. I don't know why, but it was good for it was good for the NBA when it happened. The NBA like soared. I don't when think the so. The Golden though. State Warriors destroyed everybody. Do in you know what Nikita Kucherov looks like? <laughs> yeah, I do. Do you? Yeah, only because Describe I describe him. <laughs> He's got a beard. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, you do know what he, he looks, looks like. Looks like your prototypical Russian athlete. I legitimately don't think the average hockey fan knows what Nikita Kucherov looks like, <laughs> and he is having helmet. the best offensive season in twenty years. I know. <laughs> I know, and there's still debate as to whether he's the Hart Trophy winner, which, which is, is also garbage. He just deserves all the awards. Just give him all the awards. <laughs> I know, just, and you're like, maybe he doesn't qualify for a best defenseman. Fuck it, give him the Norris. Just like give it to him. <laughs> a best defense is a good offense. Yeah, he's uh, he's got the wrong last name. That's the only thing that's wrong with him, apparently. All right, uh, so last, we'll wrap up the hockey one right here. Uh, McDonald's in Pittsburgh apparently offers free Big Macs. If the Pens score within the first two minutes of a home game, so they've only ever done it twice this year, and everyone's favorite hockey player, Phil Kessel, is the one that has won fans free Big Macs twice, saucer toss. I'm saucing it, and Phil Kessel is the champion of the people. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> two times Stanley Cup champion, Phil Kessel, only... Lord of the Hot Dog. Yeah. Lord of the hot dog and now Lord of the hamburger. He's a legit the big man. The perfect human being, the perfect specimen. <laughs> now, does Phil Kessel qualify for a free Big Mac when he when he does this? And also, do you think Phil Kessel would claim the free Big Mac? No, he'd ask if they serve McHot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you guys serve McHot dogs? No. 
All right, uh, moving on, and we're done with hockey. Sauster toss, Bryce Harper getting booed in his return to Washington. Uh, I'm going to toss the idea because I feel like as as news sort of surfaced about the offers that the Washington Nationals gave to him, I believe it was there was there was rumors that the second offer that they gave to him uh, was less than the first, which is a weird decision to go with. That's an odd negotiating tactic. Uh, and then the other thing is that they were trying to de- defer over $100 million of his contract over 33 years, which you're like, that doesn't sound like a bad deal if you're a normal human being. But uh, when you're one of the best baseball players in the league and you're a free agent, you probably want all of your money and all of your money now. Yeah, who knows what could happen, right? We're not all Bobby Monia. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I will... I don't want to pay myself into this corner, but I toss this almost every time. Yeah. Um, I toss it pretty much every time just because it makes me so mad when fans blame players for leaving teams, especially when teams try to underpay, you know, star players. It's crazy to me. There's no reason to boo them. There's no reason to burn your jersey. Just move on with your life. Be happy with the team you have. Hell, the Washington Nationals may even be better without him. You know, let's just soak that in for a second. Enjoy the season you I have. I don't know that's Enjoy a thing. the 19-year-old outfield <laughs> studs that you have. You're going to be fine. Jeez. Okay, uh, last one. The New York Jets released their brand... Or, sorry, the, the New York Rough Riders released their brand new <laughs> uniforms last night. Soster tossed. Brian, you stole my joke, and uh, <laughs> now he doesn't know what to say. Yeah, I was gonna be like, I was gonna be like, maybe the Saskatchewan Rough Riders legal department sauces this. Um, no, <laughs> yeah, they're like ching ching. I don't money. know. I'm gonna toss them because they're not that pretty, but like they weren't pretty to begin with. I, everyone acting like they just kind of look like a created team jersey it seems very strange to me because. Most NFL jerseys kind of suck anyways. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, I'm going to toss them. It's So here's the problem with the jerseys is, first of all, the New York Jets, you know, you you, you never have to change your jerseys. You know why? Because you're one of the original teams the AFC. Like, it's just like you've always had the same jersey. It's almost always been the exact same. It's like if you, were, if you decided to just randomly change the Toronto Maple Leafs jersey, like, Again, they didn't really make... Well, they did make a drastic change. They have a black jersey. Yeah, the Jets no, this have a is, black jersey. That's I'm super going to toss them just because the incorporation of black, which is the laziest design choice <laughs> on a jersey ever. I yeah. hate it. I hate it when teams put black on jerseys. I toss them too. I hate the font that they used on the New York Gents. I hate... Because it looks... They changed the logo too? Weirdly similar to the Giants font. It's like, what are you doing? This is dumb. This is so bad. Also, I feel bad for them because, again, they are painted in this corner where they shouldn't ever change their jersey or can't change their jersey. Like, the Red Wings can't change their jersey. Nobody can change their jersey. Like, original six hockey teams or whatever. Hey, man, the drama he believes have got it, like, not, like, drastically, but as far as, like, in the scope of uh, yeah, they original changed, six teams. They changed the ridges on the Maple Leaf. They changed the leaf. Congrats. I mean, if you changed the logo, Congrats. that's pretty intense. Still the same <laughs> They, like, actually strikes. changed that logo a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's what changed. they did. They established an early you, tradition of changing the logo very early. But what happened with the TML? Remember the TML Remember, Yeah, patch? TML. Oh, yeah. No, I hate it. It's yeah, so exactly. ugly. Exactly. <laughs> it's the same thing. 
You can't do it. You're screwed. You can't. I know that you want to sell more jerseys, but maybe draft better players and sign better players. Yeah, that would be my main concern. Spend the money on the redesign on better players or something. And also, drafting, scouting. If you're going to redesign your your professional uniforms, maybe like look up every single green uniform in any football league ever anywhere. Yeah, or fuck it. Just take the Oregon Ducks jerseys. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, go, wait, the Seahawks already did go that. Go the Oregon Ducks route. That's that's fine, too. All right, so that's all we have for uh, Sauced and Tossed. Uh, I have been Brian, and I'm with Smitty. Who you can find on Twitter at From Tape to Tape. You can find us both at Sauce Toss Pod on Instagram Twitter. Yeah, and it's been nice saucing. And tossing with you. <laughs> close. But now close. that Craig's gone, I don't know if we really need to keep yeah, doing that. We're, we've always been bad at it. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> all right. Oh, we're changing things up. And Bryce Harper's been tossed. He slams down his bat.